Hey friend, welcome to the Through It, Not Over It podcast. My name is Savannah and I'm a 20-something, recovering perfectionist and people pleaser who was obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA. This podcast is all about navigating the adult world together as we have fun learning tips and tricks to help us organize our lives, prioritize our relationships, and incorporate play more often, all while going through the curveballs the world throws at us. So girlfriend, let's get to it. Hello, hello. Can you believe today is episode five already? And I have some big news. As I'm recording this, we are sitting at 93 downloads, which likely means by the time you are listening to this, we will have crossed over into three digits and be sitting somewhere at 100 downloads. And in case you don't know, downloads are basically just listens. So that means 93 people have listened to this podcast over the last four weeks. Like what? I'm so grateful every time you share this podcast with a girlfriend, share it on social media and tag me when you send me a message saying how much you liked it and what other content you'd like to hear. And even when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, which speaking of reviews... Don't you like that little transition there? But speaking of reviews, we have our first review. So naturally, I have to give a shout out to review number one, which is from Natalie. The title of her review was absolutely inspiring with that little star emoji. You know which one I'm talking about. And she said, there is so much that everyone has to go through in life. And Savannah makes me feel like I'm not alone. She has some impactful stories and inspiring ideas that are so tactical when moving through changes and hardships in life. First of all, thank you, Natalie. Like actual goosebumps while reading this. You made my day when I saw this. And second, I'm so glad this is hitting home with you. If you want to be like Natalie and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it is so easy and means the world to me as I work hard on bringing this message to others. If reviews aren't your jam, no worries. Just send it to a girlfriend, text her right now, and share why she needs to listen to your favorite episode so far. I mean, there are five of them now, so you've got a lot to choose from. Every time you take 30 seconds to share it on social media, text a friend, leave a review, or any other way to share this message, it makes a huge impact on me and this community. We are building it together. I can't do it without you. So thank you so much. All right, enough housekeeping. Let's get on to the meat of today's episode. Today, we're talking about three questions we can ask ourselves every week to help us keep our eyes on whatever goal we're chasing, whether that is health, career, relationships, mindsets, or anything else. If we're connected on social media, you know that I'm navigating a lot right now. Over a week ago, we got a message that my fiance, Michael's uncle, had passed away, so we loaded up the truck and drove down to Florida to be with his family for a week. Then we drove over to New Orleans to see our college town, eat some good food, and pick up a boat for Michael's rowing club. Anyways, that is a lot of moving pieces. And I am a girl who loves consistency. So you can kind of see where we're in a bit of a pickle. 
While I love family and I love seeing new places, the change is not so fun for me. And I'm guessing you can relate to this too. You love the outcome of change, like seeing family or traveling somewhere new, but you don't really like the process of getting there, the disruption to your environment. And since there's this constant tug of, oh, I love the outcome, but the process stinks, we have a hard time keeping our mind present where our feet are. And I know this is such a cliche saying to be present where your feet are, but it's so applicable when we're in this tug of war. And it's even harder as goal-oriented women who want to see tangible progress like we do. So for me, I have all kinds of goals right now, which don't worry, goal setting and implementing goals are all podcasts that are coming soon. Anyways, I have all of these goals and want to make progress on them because, you know, I know, and I hope you do too, our days are numbered. So you have to take action every single day to get you closer to the goals. But then you have times when you're not in your normal routine. So not only are you in this tug of war with not liking change, but liking the end result, you're adding in this factor of, Ugh, I don't want to lose the progress. I want to keep making progress on my goals. But here goes two weeks where I'm not in the zone where I can make progress. And then two weeks adds up to three weeks, adds up to four weeks, adds up to two months. But what if there was a way that you could see progress while not in your, quote, perfect zone to reach your goals? Because let's be honest, how often does the perfect zone happen? How often are the circumstances around you perfect to allow you to reach goals without any hiccups or bumps? I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe, just maybe that's one day a month. We can't control our environment 100%. And if you do know how to control your environment 100%, please send me a message because you must be a magician. But we need to find a way to see progress even when our environments are imperfect and through the craziness of our lives. The past four to five weeks, I've been asking myself these three questions each week. Usually it's around a Sunday. Sometimes it's Saturday. Yesterday I did it. So that was a Monday. And it helps me keep, it helps keep me grounded in my goals. But knowing that my environment is going to change from week to week and sometimes even day to day. So I'm going to go question by question and kind of give you a little bit more detail on each question and what I'm really asking by this question. It'll make more sense as we dive into it. So just hold on. So the first question I ask myself is, what did I accomplish this week? Super simple. What did I accomplish this week? It's so important that you start with this question and you're going to be tempted to jump down to question two and question three first, but resist the urge and start here with me. So question one, what did I accomplish this week? We are our own worst critics, and it's easy to find all of the small things that didn't go well. But start by asking yourself, what did you accomplish? And after you do this for a few weeks, we'll start to notice those accomplishments in the moment. You'll eat half a plate of veggies because you know you will feel better when you eat the veggies and protein. And you'll go, oh, 
this is an accomplishment for the week. I should remember this for Sunday. Or you'll set a boundary with a coworker or a friend and you'll go, oh, this is another accomplishment. I better remember that for Sunday. I know this sounds cheesy and everyone tells you this with gratitude practice, that if you practice gratitude daily, you'll notice it more often in your life. And for me, I've never really found it that noticing it more often. I love practicing gratitude every day and journaling my gratitude. But for me, I never had that, aha, I'm seeing it every day. But with this, I found it. I found myself falling asleep one night and I was like, dang, I'm going to have to get to Sunday and have a few accomplishments. So what did I accomplish this week? And noticing this helped ground me throughout the week. Another thing, I always try and make my accomplishments list as long as possible without over-exaggerating. So think of all the little things. Did you go for a walk one day instead of scrolling Facebook? Write it down. Another thing with this, write it down on paper or in a note on your phone, on a sticky note, but write it down. It is beneficial to see this like tangibly in front of you. If you want to share it with a friend or a group of friends, that is even better because of the accountability. If you don't have a group of friends to share it with, send me a DM and I would love to see your answers to these questions every week. The key thing with this is writing down all of your accomplishment. It doesn't matter how big or small. And another piece here, if you set a goal last week or last month to, I'm going to go with working out because that's so easy to explain on a podcast. But if you set a goal to work out five times last week and this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened and you are only able to work out three times. Instead of saying, I only worked out three times, put this on your accomplishment list. You worked out three times, period. Yes, you didn't meet your goal. That's a different conversation, but you did accomplish something that's better than nothing. So the key with this Write down all of your accomplishments, actually write them down, share it with a friend, your partner, your sister, your mom, and always start with this question. You'll see why. Because question number two, I ask myself each week is, what are some challenges or obstacles from this past week? And what do I foresee coming this week as a challenge? You can only do this after you've done your accomplishments. I know it's so easy to think of these first, but that's not how we roll around here. You start with the positive. It will get easier after week one and week two. Please don't write down the laundry list of challenges. Pick one or two, maybe three main themes from the week that were kind of sticking points or bumps or that you foresee being challenges in the coming week. For me in the past couple of weeks, this has been getting my workouts in while being around family and eating foods that make me feel good. I'm not talking about sticking to a diet when I say this. I'm talking 
am I choosing a food that will make me feel good or am I choosing a food out of habit or comfort? When I made this list, I didn't add to my list, well, it's been too hot, so I can't get outside. I'm tired because I'm sleeping in weird places or my body is confused what time zone it is. When I did this, I literally picked two because we don't want this list to be longer than our accomplishments because you're going to feel like shit when you see all the things you didn't do so well on. So visually, it's better to have more of those positives because we want to stay in that positive accomplishment mindset. Please know I'm not saying ignore all the other obstacles right now. I'm just saying narrow it down to the biggest ones for you. Another important part of this is to think about what is going to be a problem for you this week. Are they the same issues as last week? Are they going to keep arising until you find a solution to them? Because it's best to be prepared for these ahead of time so you can have an action plan. Are you going to be doing something new this week that there might be an obstacle or a sticking point? And for the challenges and obstacles from the past week, think of how you can solve them or prepare yourself for this week. So back to my example of not getting workouts in while I've been away from home. Last week, I identified it was a challenge because I was at my future in-law's house. They don't have any weights. It was Florida, so walk at 2 p.m. is kind of a bad idea. And I didn't have a designated space. I identified that this coming week, I would likely have a similar problem. So if you're catching on, these tend to be like, if you don't resolve it in one week, it's probably going to keep coming up because it needs to be addressed. Sometimes it's just an isolated event. Like right now, the past two weeks, I have not been drinking enough water. It's because I hate the way the water tastes in Florida. So I solved it by getting some water bottles, plastic water bottles, which don't come at me. I don't love plastic water bottles, but it tastes better. And I know that when I'm home, that issue is going to be resolved. Like I'm going to be drinking enough water. But oftentimes, if there's not these weird external circumstances, which I know you're going to say, my weird external circumstance always happens. If it always happens, then it's not weird. Just putting that out there. But think these things are themes. They keep coming up in your life in some way. So for me right now, it's not making enough time for pretty much anything related to my self-care. But that's a big one to tackle. So we narrow it down. We're talking about getting my workouts in and taking care of me. So last week it was a problem because I was in Florida. It's hot. I don't have a place to work out. I don't have weights. But this week I'm in New Orleans. I'm in a hotel. So I'm going to have a little bit different of a problem. I identified that this hotel has a gym, albeit it's a really weird gym but as a gym and a a designated place to work out. So for me, the only obstacle is now the time. So before the week started, I sat down with my work schedule. I compared it to Michael's work schedule and the calls that he had and kind of did a little Tetris. And I figured out when I was going to do my workouts. And then I put them in my work calendar so that I get a reminder on my work computer to put it away. And no one can book time with me right then to just jump on a quick call because you know when someone messages 
messages you and says, oh, it's just going to be a quick call. That's like 30 plus minutes. So for you, this could be doing something similar with your workouts, sitting down, blocking out the time, or finding a designated space in your home for your workouts. Or it could be carving out time on the weekend to meal prep, to have yummy snacks for when you're hangry. Or this could be putting aside five minutes each day to look at your budget and where you spent money over the last 24 hours. So you can see those numbers daily to keep you reminded of where you're going with your big financial goals. The takeaway for this question is to ask yourself how you're going to solve, attack, support yourself with the obstacle and challenge. It's not just listing out all the things you didn't do well. It's coming up with a solution and making sure that this list is smaller than your accomplishment list. The third question, and it's the last question I ask myself, is what are one to three micro goals that I can set for this week? So with all the work we've already done in the first two questions, it'll likely be pretty easy to think of the small goals for this week. I usually base my goals off the challenges from the last week because those are generally the areas I want to support myself this week and improve. Please, please, please promise me you will not make this list more than three goals because it's only seven days. Honestly, just start out with one goal. Some examples I've had in previous weeks are moving my body five days, read for fun. (laughs) We're going back. Move my body five days this week. So some sort of exercise on five days, whether it's a walk or something more intensive than a walk. The next one is reading for fun three days this week. Meditate and journal five days this week. No snooze for five days. Call a friend to catch up. Publish one blog post. Clean out my work email inbox. When picking these goals or even one goal, make sure you can actually accomplish it this week. And when you're planning your goal or your goals, look ahead at what you have this week. Is it really realistic to work out seven days when you're going to be sitting in the car driving for two of them? Is it realistic to meditate for seven days in a row when you've never meditated before? Is it realistic to write that blog post when you're at a really busy push season at work? You have to get honest with yourself and think about, is this realistic for me to accomplish this? Because I want you to set yourself up for success. Do not set yourself up to fail. Please, please, please stop doing that. I know I have set myself up to fail too many times and I am over it. I am quitting setting unrealistic goals and are you with me I'm guessing you're nodding your head right now or screaming yes or giving me one of those little air fist bums because it's time to stop setting unrealistic goals for yourself and setting yourself up to fail not just with goals but for anything it takes a little bit of time and a little bit of inner work but you have to ask yourself is this realistic If the answer is hell yes, go for it. Go do it. 
But if you have that, mm, I don't know, and I'm not talking, I don't know, because I'm really freaking scared. That's a different thing. If it's, I don't know, because I'm going to be in the car driving for two days, I don't think I can work out seven days this week because I'm going to be sitting on my butt for two days, then don't do it. Don't set yourself up to fail. Put little pebbles into your bucket. Put a drip of water into that bucket and you'll slowly fill it up. But stop trying to put a big cup into your bucket and then missing and not putting any water in there. Just a little drop each day and set yourself up for success. So to recap, the three questions I ask myself each week are, what did I accomplish this week? Number two, what were some challenges or obstacles this last week? And what do I foresee coming this week as a challenge? And number three, what are one to three micro goals I can set for myself this week? I would love to see your three questions, your answers to your three questions this week. Send them over to me, post them on your story on Instagram and tag me, send me an email, whatever you got to do. But I would love to hold you accountable for the next seven days and for every seven day period after this, because girl, you've got this and you are worthy of achieving your goals. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend. Yes, text her right now as you're listening or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am honored to be on this journey with you. So until next time, keep your chin high as you go through all life throws at you. I'll talk to you soon.